Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is a lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. That's who you are. That's who you are. We are loved by you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Somebody say better amen this morning. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Glory be to God. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus with a big hand of praise. Come on, somebody. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So good to have some of my dear friends here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Please help me to celebrate Pastor Damilola Oluwatoyibo. Just walked in now. The Pastor of Kings. Come on. Let's do it better. Praise God. Hallelujah. My dear friend, all the way from Ireland and Ibadan. <laughs> Please help me celebrate Pastor Sam Nike this morning. Associate Pastor, Tremont Assembly. Praise God. A fast growing church in Ibadan. Amen. Praise God. And please help me to celebrate my, I mean, everybody knows him. If you, if you, either has seen me or seen the father. <laughs> please help me celebrate my dear brother and friend, Pastor Victor. Adikwe, Senior Pastor Destiny Moders House. Glory be to God. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to take our time to celebrate the He Nows people. Praise God in due time. But I just want to give a word this morning. Praise God. Say, Praise God. Don't worry, our guests are on their way. Amen. Praise God. But the Lord has a word for you. I'm going to give a very short charge. Praise God, and hopefully Pastor Aaron will be here, and then he will come for his session. Praise God. It's a rainy Saturday morning, amen, and it's a rain of blessing. Praise God. Glory to God. I'm going to teach or preach or teach, preach from our anchor scripture, amen, this morning, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, hallelujah, 1 Corinthians 15. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 9 to 10. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 9 to 10. When you're having an event like this and then you have, you know, people come, you know, leave what they are doing. Pastors on a Saturday, you know, is something worth appreciating. Praise God. So I want to celebrate all my dear brothers and friends and co-laborers. In the gospel again, praise God. Please help me celebrate them. Praise God. And all the way from Ibadan, we have, I have two, okay, a friend, yeah, two. Amen. Praise God. Help me celebrate Pastor Damilola Charles of the Intercontinental Church and his friend, Pastor Bode Olagunja. Am I correct? All right, please help me celebrate them. Praise God. They came all the way from Ibadan to be here this morning in spite of the few situation in Nigeria. Praise God. If your full tank was 10k now, it's 30k. Amen. How oh, about that? 
Praise God. All right, 1 Corinthians 15. Glory to God. From 9 to 10. 1 Corinthians 15 from 9 to 10. Praise God. It says, For I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. It says, But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I walked harder than all of them. Yet not high, but the grace of God that was with me. Glory to God. I'm the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called one. I want to talk briefly about the grace factor. The grace factor. Paul says here, says by the grace of God, I am what I am. So what that means in essence is that we are product of grace. So what Paul was saying in essence is that if you look at my life, if you look at my testimony, if you look at the things I've been able to you know, accomplish in my ministry, I can attribute or ascribe it to the grace of God. So he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I am not what I am by the encounter I had with Jesus. In Acts chapter 9, we read in the Bible how he was on his way to Damascus and he had an encounter. A light shone from heaven. And you know, why Pascals doubt me and all that. He's not hard to kick against the bricks. You know the story if you're a Bible student. But that is not the reason why he became all he was. Why he could write the tutor of the New Testament. He said that I am what I am by the grace of God. Now, when Paul speaks, you should listen. Because Paul was not an apostle of the Lamb. What that means is that he was not an high witness. He was not around when Jesus was carrying out his earthly ministry. So, an apostle of the Lamb is an apostle. There are four kinds of apostles, alright? But that's not the service for that. Amen. Praise God. All right, so he's an apostle of the Lamb. All right, so in other words, he was not, he's not an apostle of the Lamb, meaning he was not part of the people that walked the earth with Jesus physically. All right, so he was not there when Jesus opened the eyes of the blind, he wasn't there. Praise God. All right, he was an apostle born out of season, he was a secondary apostle. All right, so in fact, in the Bible, the Bible says that some of the letters that Paul wrote, Peter could not understand it. <laughs> so you need to understand what that means because Peter was an high witness. He saw Jesus physically. He held him. In fact, he touched him. In fact, Peter said of the things we have seen and heard, which our hands have handled. So Peter undo Jesus. In fact, he puts his head on his chest. So if Peter, who was with Jesus, sorry John, if Peter who was with Jesus, alright, 
Paul writes something and Peter could not understand. There must be something mysterious about this Paul. So if he speaks, he should listen. Do you get what I'm saying? But Paul says here, he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Praise God. Now, you need to understand the meaning of the word grace in this context to be able to understand what he was actually saying. The word grace here in 1 Corinthians 15, 9 is the Greek word charis. And it means graciousness or kindness. So when we say a man has received grace, what we are saying in essence is that God's graciousness, God's kindness has been shown to that man. In this season, God's grace will be shown to you. Your amen is not convincing. Glory to God. So Paul was saying here in essence, says by the graciousness of God, by the kindness of God, I am what I am. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So when a man has received grace, what we are saying in essence is that that man has received the graciousness and the kindness of God. And this is what makes a difference because Paul went on to say, he says, I labored more abundantly than you all. All right, so what he was saying in essence is that the grace that I had, the grace that I was a beneficiary of, all right, or a benefactor of, that grace is not a common kind of grace. Glory to God. So the word grace also means unmerited favor. And let me say this here, favor is not fair. So there's no way you cannot talk about grace and favor without an element of preference coming to play. There would be five people and one person will be picked. That's grace at work. That's favor at work. How do you explain? You go to a, a, a house and then you want to ordain a king for yourself. All right, and then you made the sons to line up, and then you were sampling them. Who says that he was rejected? You know, the sad thing one of the things that you need to understand when you read the Bible, you need to try to picture, not even tell us why he was rejected. Because when it comes to grace, you need no explanation, you don't need to start explaining, people would not understand. Why it has to be you on who serve the younger? How do you explain that? From the womb, there was already an is God sometimes in his infinite wisdom elects people by grace based on reason, grace of God. You cannot make sense of the grace of God because the grace of God is an unexpected that causes a man's life to thrive that causes your results to look like you know more than what causes a man's life to thrive that causes your results to look like you know more than what you are is the drive that causes your results to look like you know more than what you are 
is the grace of God and we are grace made glory. It is us to look like you know more than what you are. It's the grace of God and we are grace made glory to God. Know more than what you are. It's the grace of God and we are grace made glory to God. So it's the grace of God and we are grace made glory to God. So he says, by the grace of God, we are grace made glory to God. So he says, by the grace of God, if there's anything, God. So he says, by the grace of God, if there's anything you can, by the grace of God, if there's anything you can lay hold on, it's not just a degree. All right, it's not just the connection without the grace factor, the connection is in vain. Are you with me this morning? Because except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. When grace is not involved, toil is in place. So, by the grace of God, I have what I have. So I am the one that God has shown his grace. Well, I thought you would say that to yourself. I am, I am a product of grace. I'm a grace recipient. I'm a candidate for grace. Glory be to God. The quality of being kind, polite, generous. That's the meaning of graciousness. The quality of being kind, polite and generous especially to somebody of a lower social position what it what that means is that for you to become a candidate of God's grace you must consider yourself low in a state as it were because God's grace does not appear to the proud it says consider your calling not that not many wise men after the flesh are called. Not many noble are called. Not many strong are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confirm the wise. The things which are base. The things which men don't reckon with. Those are the things, alright, those are the people that God chooses. And the Bible says, the reason why God does that is that he does not want anyone to glory in himself. So God wants to do it in a way that only him can take the glory for it. Someone say amen to that. So he says, consider your calling. Let me see that. First Corinthians chapter 1. How that not many wise can I have the message translation? So, when grace is in operation, grace amplifies your work. Grace amplifies your work. Grace makes it look like you are bigger than what people say. <laughs> can I have that scripture? Oh, glory to God. All right. The hard copy never fails. Amen. Glory be to God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise. 
Bring the Holy Ghost, everybody. I've received grace. Thank you, Jesus. I have received grace. Can Libra those who friend Glory to God. First Corinthians 1:26. It says, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Why does he do this? So that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ who has become for us wisdom from, from God. So that's the reason why God does that. He doesn't want anyone to glory in his strength, in his grace. Praise God. The Bible says, God resists the proud. And what does he do? I can't hear you. What does he do? He gives. He didn't say grace. He gives. He gives more grace. So in other words, grace can be accumulated. So the grace you have today is not the one you need tomorrow. Grace can be accumulated. So he didn't say that he gives the man that has no grace, grace. Mm -mm. He gave him more grace. In this conference, you are receiving more grace. You, it will get to a point, there will be an overdose of grace in your life. Oh, your hip is not convincing this morning. I said an overdose of grace. An overdose of favor in the name of Jesus. You thought you have seen a lot yet, but God is saying, I'm giving you more grace. More grace, more grace, more grace. You thought you had a job, God is saying more grace. You thought you had the car, God is saying more grace. You thought you've experienced promotion and increase and influence. God is saying, I'm giving you more. more grace. It gives more grace. More grace. God is not deficient of grace. You know, there are times that you look at your life, you, you, you think that, and I'm not doing bad, you need more grace. You are not trying, when, when you do that, what you're, what you're saying is that you're comparing, alright, what you have, with, that's why you are saying that you are not doing bad. So if you say you're not doing bad, in comparison to who or what, what is the yardstick for not doing bad or for doing good? Are you with me this morning? God is going to give you more grace in this conference. In the name of grace that you want no more. In the name of Jesus, there will be an overdose of grace. Glory to God. 
God resists the proud. When God resists you, you are resisted. God by himself. Now, the Bible didn't say that God, he, didn't, he could have sent Angel Michael. If you read the book of Daniel, when God went to fight a, a battle, when the prince of Persia, right, when, when Daniel prayed and all that, 21 days the prayer wasn't coming to pass and all that, God sent Angel Michael. So Angel Michael is powerful, right? So God could have sent Angel Michael to go and resist you. But God by himself is, when God resists you, you're going nowhere. May you, may God not resist you. It says God resists the proud, but he lavishes more grace on the humble. That's why it says they that are humble, they will inherit the earth. The meek will inherit the earth. Grace is never too much. You think the grace you got last month is the one you need today? No. That's why it says he daily loads us with benefits. Psalm 68, 17. So what you need today is not sufficient for tomorrow. So he has to daily load you. Now, now you know he could have said that he daily gives us. That would have been great. If, if you understood that, by now you'll be shouting. He says that he doesn't daily give us. You know when they say they want to load something? He daily loads us. He loads us. You know, if, you're, if you've ever moved a house before, when you see a truck, alright, you think that that truck is too... It's too small. But when you load it, when you load it, the thing that you think that the truck cannot carry, the truck actually carries it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The things you think you cannot carry, when grace is released, you will be able to carry it. And you will not even feel it. Oh, because God is daily loading you. Loading you with his goodness, with his mercy, loading you with his grace, with his anointing, with his power, with his breakthrough. I see God loading you in this season. Let your amen thunder like fire. Blessed be the God, my Father, who daily loads us. He loads us. You see, he loads you with grace so much so that there is no space again. He keeps loading. He keeps loading. He keeps loading. Sometimes you think there is enough space in your life. But you know, they can, okay, 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 put it there. If we put it here, we, it can still take that big one. That big one that you think that cannot contain it. But when you load it, you load it here. You load it there. You can still carry much more. That's what I'm telling you right now. You can still carry much more. You can still receive more. Your space is not. You don't have enough space. Glory to God. Say glory to God. There's so much that God wants to do. 
There's so much. Don't get contained. Grace has been poured. God has loaded you with grace. You are grace loaded. Hey! You are grace loaded. You are favor loaded. Hey, Psalm 5 verse 12. The Bible says the Lord will encompass the righteous with favor like a shield. So whenever I turn to, I see favor. To the right, I see favor. To the left, I see favor. When I turn forward, oh, I see favor. When I look back, I see favor. My life is an embodiment of the grace and the favor of God. If you think you want to know favor, look at me. I'm the definition of grace. I don't know if I'm talking to you this morning. God has called me. I am grace personified. I am grace personified. When you want to look for a definition of grace, like for Jerry, look for me. Look for me. I'm a definition of grace. Hayabokos. Is that seen me as in grace? In fact, grace is my middle name right now. Not by power, not by might, but by the grace of God. I will not frustrate the grace of God upon my life. By the grace of God, I will do great things. By the grace of God, we will build that great church. By the grace of God, we will do exploits. By the grace of God, I will buy my house. By the grace of God, I will experience that miracle. By the grace of God, I will receive that grace, that anointing by the grace of God. The Bible says, by my God, I will run through a troop. By my God, I will leap over the walls. By my God, I will do great things. By my God, I will do big things. If God be for me, who can be against me? My testimony is that of grace. When people look at your life, they cannot connect. Sometimes you look at your income. You look at your expenditure. It does not add up. That's grace. That's grace. If you can always explain it, it's not grace. Something must just be that you are wondering, how am I doing it? Have you ever asked yourself, how am I doing it? How am I doing it? How did I get here? How did I do it? Last month, I had no income. How did I survive? I still gave money to people. How did I do it? It's not you, friends. It's the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. And His grace that was bestowed on me was not in vain. Glory to God. Sometimes they say, ah, a church of this size should not be doing these kind of things. We are what we are by the grace of God. We are spending grace. I said we are spending grace. We are spending grace. Oh, before you do this, you must have been here. No, 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 no. We are made of grace. We are loaded with grace. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. We are made of grace. 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 One of the songs that has been on repeat in my spirit is grace changes everything. Grace changes everything. That's a song sung by my dear brother and friend, Pastor Apostle Emmanuel here. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. And let's celebrate the gift of God. If you saw him outside, you will take auto autograph. We'll better celebrate him now. Glory to God. Thank you so much for coming. God bless you. Amen. Please take your seats, please. Grace makes all the difference. Grace. Say with me. Say grace makes all the difference. All them say grace makes all the difference. Let's read Pastor Laju here in this morning. Come on, somebody. Grace makes all the difference. I am spending grace. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am sponsored by grace. I am stand on your feet and spread your hands wide and say, I am sponsored by grace. <laughs> I remember when we drew the budget for this conference. We had the meeting. And then my directors are here. They are Say this is what we want to do. Uh, say we are going to spend grace. I a touch of this side, you know, we this kind of no, wait till you are 10 years, you are 15 years. No, we are going to push by grace. The frontiers of God's kingdom by grace. Can I get an amen to that? Hallelujah. Grace has no protocol. Grace breaks protocol, it changes everything. It changes everything. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I see grace. When you see me, you have seen grace. When you see me, you see favor. When you see me, you see grace. I am grace personified. Shout yes, somebody. What are anointing here right now? Ah, I have to get out of your face. Check and tell everybody. Let me tell you something. Please take your seat. When we started church, 2018, June, you know, we had services that I was wondering did God call me? Or I called him? Or I missed his call? But you know, somebody just said something from the blues. And I think it was even Pastor Gideon. But he just said, he came for the inauguration. And he said, all I see here is grace. And I held on to that. My pastor, Pastor Femi, early summoned, but I would say, we are grace made. I just hold on to that. 
we are spending grace. We are spending grace. Pastor, that song has been on repeat. Grace changes everything. It changes the equation. The things that you think you cannot do, you can do them by grace. I saw something. Galatians 2.21 Paul said, I do not frustrate the grace of God. <laughs> of course, in Galatians 2.20 he had said that you know, I'm prescribed with Christ. Not unless I live, yet not die. You know, and Christ lives in me because I live. You know, I live by the faith of God, who's died for me and gave Himself for me. Twenty-one, I believe. Now says twenty-one. Twenty-one says, "I do not frustrate the grace of God." Do you know what that means? You can frustrate God's grace. How do you do that? How do you do that? Think about it. Paul said, I am what I have by the grace of God. But the grace that was bestowed on me was not in vain. He says, but I labored. When you don't labor, you frustrate the grace. Whatever will be, will be. Just keep pushing. Keep pushing. You will push. And then you will need to be pushed. Because when you are laboring, you must... That's why he says that I labored. He says, yet not high. But so, as you are laboring, you are laboring with a grace mindset. You are not like every other person. You are not in the labor market. You are in the grace market. I do not frustrate the grace of God. So you can frustrate God's grace when grace is not accompanied by labor, by diligence. In the New Testament, the grace of God is not a replacement for the effort of man. The grace of God is supposed to be a complement for the effort of man. A compliment, thank you. An amplifier. So you are walking. But when grace rests on it, when grace rests on zero, it becomes a bigger zero. Because whatever grace rests on, it must increase. And that's why I came to announce you today that grace is resting on you. Well, I thought you say believe amen to that. You are not saying it like you mean it. Say it will rest on you. Grace will rest on you in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Don't miss church tomorrow. Amen. I have a, I have a flash news for you at the end of this session. You'll be wild. You'll be wild. You'll be wild. Some people know what I'm, what I'm talking about already. You'll be wild. Because we are grace made. We are grace made. As it poor grace We are sponsored by grace. I remember Pastor Iren did a conference. It was their 10 years anniversary. And then we went there. I came with I came with all our co-leaders. Jerry, Dr. Jerry, Dr. Tunde, Dr. Femi, 
know, we came and all that. You know, and then you were you were talking, and you know, for some reason I just I just caught something. I just caught something. Of course, I've done ministry. I mean, I've, I've been doing ministry, but just when you are in a grace atmosphere, you catch something. So the anointing, because anointing and grace is synonymous, is the same root word carries. That means gifts. Gifts, grace, and anointing are synonymous in scriptures. And the anointing or grace increases by influence and association. So, is Saul also among the prophets? When he found himself in the midst of prophets, he began to prophesy, Pastor Laji. So, just coming here today, grace has rubbed off on you. I'm going to close with this. So, buttress what I want to say. Galatians 2.8 Galatians 2.8 I'm going to wrap up with this. I hope I get the scripture correctly. Ooh, glory to God. No, no, no. We were talking about when they perceived the grace given to me, they gave us the right hand of fellowship and all that. Sorry? My Bible scholars, let me get it. Yeah. And when James, Cephas, and John who seem to be pillars perceive the grace that was given to now grace can be perceivable you can perceive grace the lineup for this conference is not because we are friends or because I know them it is a grace alignment they perceived the grace that was given to me they gave to me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship so if you when you are in the in grace company, there is exchange of hand. There is exchange of hand. They gave us. You know what? The, you know what? Now listen to this. Now you need to. Oh, I don't know why I'm doing this. Now, when, when the Bible talks about, is it grace on me? See, when the Bible talk about talk about hand, eh? Right hand is not the same as hand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand? When you see God doing something, it's always by his right hand. I'm sorry if you are left-handed. <laughs> the right hand of the Lord, it does valiantly. His right hand great things. His hand is not shortened. His right hand. So when he says that they gave him a right hand, is a hand that establishes. Is a hand that collaborates. In this season, I sense that God is sending you divine collaboration. I thought you would say a loud amen to that. He said God is sending you the right collaboration, divine partnership in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show or Shibiasar podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show or Shibiasar or at Grace Made NG.